Hello and welcome to the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where the air is thin and the only coasts are lake shores. I'm your talking head, Jamie, and joining me this week for the sports report, he wishes Quidditch was an actual sport. It's Chad. Quidditch. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it is an actual sport. Did you played you know in the park. The, about the yeah, the Quidditch leagues, where you play with a broomstick. I, I've heard right. tale of this. It's um. Did you ever see the movie The Internship with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson? No. Okay, I've it, seen it, was, it. I've seen it in like the bargain bin a lot. Yeah, it's, no. it's that kind of movie. No. <laughs> no, that's correct. It's it's a pretty fluffy movie, but there's a scene where they're um because they're interns at Google and they have this big um, you know, they set it up as this big athletic competition and they're playing Quidditch in the park. And it's just pretty funny. Like Vince Vaughn, the six foot, you know, seven dude just wrecking these nerdy guys in Quidditch. That was pretty funny. For is the, pretty, so is this movie, movie kind of like a, a Google fluff piece? Yeah, that's fair. I would say that's pretty fair. It, it's um, it, that was back when Google was still, you know, they had they had more values or at least outwardly more values if. Right. In, internally, it was still a little murky. This this is when this is like when the social network came out and people didn't hate Mark Zuckerberg just yet. I mean, some did, but, you know, their approval rating was still pretty high at this right. point. No one really understood privacy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Here, here, have it all. Have it all. Sure. Yeah. All right. I don't have time to read all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Scroll and click, man. Scroll and click. And you can have everything. But um, OK, so time to talk about actual sports. We're a bit behind on our mm-hmm. NBA finals, but I wanted to do a quick NBA update. Um, so it is Tuesday. The Wolves will play game two tonight against the Grizzlies. However, on Saturday, they just made it rain on those Bears. 130 to 117. Cat looked, man, he was doing some. I <laughs> I don't have the basketball acumen to make correct uh comparisons here i was gonna say he was doing some charles barkley stuff in the paint but i don't even know if they're similar players but um yeah just he was he was crushing it uh ant-man was absolutely nuts it's it's kind of fun to see all the national media give him some shine you know for a player that locally has we've we've been telling this story all year so kind of welcome to the party everybody else but um yeah did you have any takeaways from that game yeah thoughts um you know i i will repeat this ad nauseum but i'm not a huge nba fan and i don't know much about basketball <laughs> but i did watch quite a bit of that grizzlies uh, wolves game and from like and i was watching i was like they look good i don't know if they they're good but they look good to me <laughs> like i think it was like the end of the second quarter it looked like, OK, Memphis is coming back and, you know, but then they came back like third and fourth quarter, man. It was I don't know. It's like when it when it mattered, they made some shots, man. It was. I'm impressed with the um, the Ant-Man, too. It's um, it was fun to watch. I'm really excited to to watch uh, game two tonight. Probably not all of it, but at least the fourth quarter, the final two minutes. For sure. And I think what you said, too, like this is a team that has rolled over in the fourth quarter during the regular season. And in the past three years, we've had most of this core. So to see him kind of hold hold the line, so to speak, and get it done was, Mm -hmm. 
you know, encouraging to say the least. Um, did you have any final thoughts before we no, pivot no. to the I Nuggets? Mean, it's uh, <laughs> I'm telling game three when it comes back here, if the Wolves win the night, man, this place, Minneapolis is going to be like off the off the chain. <laughs> oh, it's going to be party city, man. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. So it should be a fun atmosphere. I was looking early just to, to uh, see what playoff tickets would cost. And I was like, oh, no, still, still a little bit too much for me. But what what are they at? What are we talking? Uh, it was like 190. I saw was like the okay. cheapest. So. OK, that's I, I mean, in terms of playoff tickets, those are actually pretty reasonable. But I, I wouldn't pay that, to be clear, just because I'm on a budget as well. Yeah, With, that was uh, that's where yeah. I'm at, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. In the grand scheme of things, though, that's pretty cheap for playoffs. Yeah, but I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, so pivoting hard, like I, I think we're just going to be in the bag for the Wolves here because the the Nuggets, it's a sad story right now, man. They played the Warriors in game two last night, got absolutely waxed. I think it was they lost by 20, I believe. And a um, little bit of disrespect here uh, from the uh, greatest team in basketball. So uh, did you see this <laughs> clip when Jokic was about to fight Curry? No. They, they weren't about to actually fight. But so what okay. happens is Gary Payton, the second slaps Jokic's ass, you know, like a nice trier, you know, maybe next time kind of thing. And he turns around and starts to go after Payton. And then Curry kind of steps in front of him. They do the basketball thing. Like we're not going to fight, but, but maybe, but actually we're not really, cause no one really right. fights. And I just, I just had a question for you. When is it okay to slap another man's ass? If you're on the same team, hmm. separate teams, is this assault? What are we uh, talking about? Same team. Same team. <laughs> same team, yeah. Okay. Same team, it's all right. I think uh, that's fair. Yeah. Other team, that's like a, that's a shot over the bow, you know? <laughs> I like that. What, or would it, would it be the port? What's the rear the of the port? boat? What's I don't know. <laughs> I was just taking some kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> it's the first thing that gave them mine. <laughs> Well, let it be firmly stated here. Butt touching is only okay if that man is on your team. And, you know, maybe in the spirit of consent, ask for permission first. But it seems that, you know, all is fair in love and ass slapping when it's the same team. But I just, you know, basketball is fun for these little moments that um, social media really likes to blow up over. And this is one too where I couldn't help myself. I, I was like, okay, rise above it, you know, be cool. But it's just it's just shitty, right? It's like a real shithead Steve thing to do. Like you guys are and I understand why they're excited. They have all their players back. You know, Draymond, Curry, and Clay, I think, only played eleven minutes together in the regular season. So they have their team back and Jordan Poole's going absolutely nuts. But it's like it's just Jokic out there. All right. So you're gonna disrespect him, winning by twenty and then twist the knife. It's like <laughs> put put some respect on that man's name. He's doing it all by himself. So it just, you know, you don't kick a guy when he's down is kind of what I have to say about that. But but that's a young guy move. You know, Gary Payton said that's that's, you know, that's young man foolishness right there. So I get it. Steph, you got to stand up for your dude. But I don't know, man, put some respect on Joker's name (laughs) is what I have to say about that. (laughs) So, yeah, that was a borderline (laughs) end rant, but just uh, some perspective. Uh-huh. I don't know any of those players that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Did I make any of them up, though? You could have. I mean, 
possible. <laughs> a couple of sound as familiar. <laughs> no, they're they're all real players. They're all real. Like but, Curry, right? Yeah, that one I know, but that's that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny though if Gary Payton the second was a real person? I just took I just like, oh yeah, Ray Allen the second. You know, I just started naming old players and just pretending they had a son in the right. league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second we'll start then we'll start going to the thirds. Yep. <laughs> there's that's what's funny. There's a ton of these guys in hockey right now though, too, that I, I didn't even realize. Um and they're not all they're not all juniors, but they're, you know, the sons of former players like Tyler Bertuzzi, um, son of the notorious asshole Todd Bertuzzi. And, you know, you got a couple of Kachucks uh, floating out there in Canada. And yeah, it's I don't know. It's just fun to. Oh, I didn't know he had a kid and he's super famous and also really good at the sport. His dad plays. That's cool. Good for that family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> OK, I'm getting off topic here, so. Chad, what we do best. (laughs) Chad, do you want to skate us over to the NHL? Awesome. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Chad is bringing his A game today, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That was fantastic. (laughs) And you are right. We are skating over to the NHL. So your quick update the um the wild play tonight they play the canadians should have no problem with them i i really need a big week from the wild man it's it's uh week 2 of fantasy playoffs i'm down 20 uh nathan mckinnon saved saved my bacon last week just by ravaging the los angeles kings but i i need a similar performance here from the wild so last night the avalanche lost to the capitals 3 to 2 goals on the av side from valerie nachuskin the russian who's doing great things while his countrymen perhaps are not, and Arturi Lekkonen. Um, so congratulations, Capitals. You can pull off a victory without uh, the Avs having Landeskog, Kadri, Taves, and Condor, the Condor, Eric Johnson. But I- I'm sure you worked for it. So first of all, congratulations. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> this <Ka-ka>! was... <laughs> the Condor. <Ka-ka! laughs> okay, we're going to have bird sounds for next week. Um <laughs> But I kind of wanted to use this as a jumping off platform for our main topic, which is um, the I don't want to say the Russian problem in the NHL because that's not fair. But what I mean by that is all of the Russian players um, who are playing in an American league while there's a major war going on in Europe. And I um, again, we're dipping our toes in here. We're no experts. Everyone do your own research. These opinions are ours. And, um, you know, we're just having a conversation. We're just trying to understand all of this and it's murky waters right now. So um, the big thing here is that I was, you know, as I do, I look through the Reddit um, live stream comments. Sometimes when I'm watching a game and there was a lot of hate um, for Ovechkin, you know, being a vocal um, supporter of Putin in the past. And you you know how sports fans get nasty just with anything. Um, So I was like, Man, I, I kind of do wonder what this means, though, big picture to have such high profile Russian players playing in the NHL. And so I, I kind of skimmed through a couple articles here. Um, this one here is from a Newsweek article called The NHL Has a Putin Problem. And Newsweek can get kind of sensational, so a grain of salt here. But there's some truth here. So I'm going to read one statement and then kick it over to you, Chad. 
the image problem that the NHL has with Ovechkin being one of its top stars has also led to issues with sponsors. CCM Hockey, which provides equipment to top players, announced Monday it would stop using Ovechkin and other Russian NHL players in global marketing promotions. The insurance company Mass Mutual, I think these were the commercials we were talking about earlier, the ones with Ovechkin and Backstrom eating cereal. They've also confirmed to Reuters that they have pulled their ad featuring Ovechkin. And now the NHL statement, and then I'll send it over to you, Chad. The NHL says, we also remain concerned about the well-being of the players from Russia who play in the NHL on behalf of their NHL clubs and not on behalf of Russia, the league said. We understand that they and their families are being placed in an extremely difficult position. So I have some thoughts about this, but I want to hear what you have to say first. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I I don't know if this is an image problem you know like it's not you know the the people aren't of russia aren't invading ukraine you know like they're not they're not being you know it's (laughs) they have no power over that i think it's it's like um you know what are you gonna do send them to internment camps next like (laughs) i mean i i just it's not, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, are you worried that they're going to be spies or I don't know. I don't really have much else to say on that. I don't, I'm not going to say I don't understand. I understand. I understand where, what, what their point is, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't well, think it's, I don't know. You tell me what you think. I'm just kind of, no, this I, is my first time like hearing this. So. Right. And I and I didn't prep you. And that's my bad. And, yeah, and it, no, to be no fair, worry. I don't have a ton of prep either. I'm just kind of thinking through this in real time because I agree with you. It's, you know, the the players have done nothing wrong. Now, I, I would say that being vocally supportive of Putin is not great. Um, granted, those statements were made uh, 2017, 2019. Still not great. He's been a bad dude for a long time, but they weren't openly at war. So, and, and I don't think Ovechkin has said anything publicly since Russia invaded Ukraine. Maybe he has, but not that I, you know, not that I'm aware of. I know he has, sta- has made statements that he does not support the war. He hopes it ends. Understandably so. You know, like no one, yeah. even if they believe that, they're not going to say it. But I, I also don't think that he actually would support that. So just to be clear there, and and I agree with you, I, I don't think it's fair to attack the Russian players for a war they're not personally engaging in. They're not soldiers. Um, However, I, you know, I do think that it's fair to take Ovechkin to task being the biggest star from their country playing in the United States about his vocal support for Putin. I think that's fair. Um, Now, I don't know if that means, and this is where it gets messy. Like I, I, it's kind of a sanctions thing, right? Canceling his sponsorships. Um, you know, for lack of a better word, it's they're kind of imposing sanctions on him for being uh, yeah. a Russian yep. player and supporter yep. of Putin. Yeah. You know, and it's like, whatever. OK, he's a vocal supporter, I guess. And you're saying we don't know if he's like said anything after. This latest invasion, I guess you can technically technically say like the invasion has been going on for like eight years. True. Crimea. True. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, um, 
yeah, I guess you can put him to task. But I'm also like, this is one of those just makes me think of one of those things where like everybody doesn't need a political opinion on something either. You know, like, I guess if he's asked about something like if he does like a no comment, I mean, that's fine. I mean, right. I don't know. I guess this isn't where this battle is being won or lost right now, I guess, is kind of where I'm at. <laughs> so, you know, like, they, when, yeah, if they if the sponsors want to poll, I guess, whatever. Yeah, fine with them. But. It's not right. like he's going to be. It's not like he's going to be short on money either now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, it's up to the sponsors, but. That's true. Yeah, so I, I, mean, I think what I'm hearing you say is like, don't make it a bigger, um, you know, don't put more weight on it than is actually there. Is that fair to say? Because he, he doesn't yeah. speak for the country. He only speaks for himself in this regard. Yes. Okay. It, or, he, you know, he's not speaking at all. So it's also not fair to. Which is fine. Like, right. I right. Mean, <laughs> whatever. He's probably more concerned about, you know, I don't even know if they're what their position is for the playoffs, but. And I'm sure that part of it is more of his focus right now. Maybe I don't know. (laughs) Right. No, I would agree with that. And, And I think for me personally, the important thing is just, you know, keeping in mind the shithead fans, just don't take it there. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these Russian players, like, like we've said, they're not, you know, they're not necessarily in the bag for all of the bad things that are going on in their country. And with, the war in Ukraine. So I just, you know, I, I, I would be mindful of that. I, I would never, you know, e- even in my, my darkest, the wild just beat us and I'm pissed off moments. I would never go after Kirill Kaprizov for being from Russia. You know what I mean? Just because that has nothing to do with losing a hockey game. Yeah. That's just like <laughs> low hanging fruit, dude. You know, exactly. <laughs> that's, I mean, you could say that kind of shit about anybody and exactly. Know, well, and, and I think it does say something, you know, they, they could play in Russia. They they could play um, in the Russian organization, but they chose to come here. Granted, it is the premier hockey league, but I do think that should say something, too. You know, it's it's where they want to work and raise their families. And there's, you know, something to be said for that as well. So I don't know. I, I'm with you. And, and also it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to make fire where there's smoke or manufacture smoke that I'm not trying to do that at all. I'm just, I'm looking at these headlines and I'm wondering what is, what is their objective here? You know what I mean? Because there you satisfied their objective. So, so I bought in. They, you, you <laughs> got, you went in and you read <laughs> true. That's what headlines are <laughs> true. An easy you mark. Know, like, I was an easy mark. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like half the time and half the time headlines are, inaccurate to what the full story is. If you actually read the article, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, no, that's not what happened. That's not what's happening. So, right. Yeah. And the one thing, the last thing I will say though, is um, where it does get even more murky. And again, I'm not, I'm reading headlines again. I'm not commenting or claiming any sort of knowledge on the, the situation, but NHL star Artemi Panarin plays for the Rangers used to play for the blue jackets. Great hockey player. He's been vocally um, critical of Putin in the past and supported Navalny, uh, Putin's political adversary, who he, you know, jailed um, and did horrible things to. 
And now there's uh, been a campaign, whether it's true or not, um, out of Russia. They they accused Panarin of um, assaulting a girl when he was playing in Russia. And again, I'm not even going to dive into that because that's, you know, I, I have no facts except for what I read online. I'm not going to say what's true or what's not. But the articles are claiming that um, it's basically Russian fake news because Panarin was critical. So I, just something I'm reading, keeping my eye on. Um, and that 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 is where this actually does, you know, go beyond sports and get a little more dangerous if they're trying to say untrue things um, for someone who's outspoken against, you know, someone politically. But again, this is actually what I wanted to end on was like my final comment is that these players, it could be that if they still have family back in Russia Mm -hmm. and if they speak out, you know, that's a huge megaphone, right? Yeah. People are going to hear it. I wouldn't trust that you know, Putin or anyone anywhere in Russia would use that as leverage to, you know, like do stupid shit to hurt their family or to, you know, throw some kind of misinformation out there on the player. So, right. That's where it's like, I don't know. I would, (laughs) you're dealing with like a a dictator, you know, essentially authoritarian and you can't really trust anything that, that comes, you know, out of that nation for the most part. So agreed. And I would say even if they, I would, I actually wouldn't even ask them their opinions on it just for the fact of respecting if they do have family or anything else or how that could impact the player. So I mean, maybe I get, he's saying he, if made these comments before all this happened, but I would just give him, you know, what do you call it? The, Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Benefit of the doubt. And I don't know. It's man, just keep that shit out of sports right now. You know, it's it's not something that's like uh a little bit more obvious. That's you know, this isn't like anti racist like action talk, like taking a knee on the field or anything like that. This is like I don't know, playing mm-hmm. with potentially uh, like other people's lives and stuff like that right and i agree with you and just again to circle it back so there's no confusion or misunderstanding i think that thank you for sticking with us by the way i know this was not like a light and fluffy topic i just something that was on my mind i wanted to tease out so thank you chad thank you the listeners for hanging in there but i think you're right and i just wanted to bring it back to the nhl statement and i think that's the most important thing to keep in mind here Um, We remain concerned about the well-being of the players from Russia who play in the NHL on behalf of their NHL clubs and not on behalf of Russia. So they're still here, you know, and while they're in this country, I I mean, the onus on us is to, you know, if not protect them, at least like you said, be sensitive of that whole situation and to not set them up for uncomfortable or even dangerous situations. So I think you're absolutely right about that. Because, you know, there are guys, I love the NHL. I love watching Kaprizov. Nichuskin has been an amazing player for the Avalanche this season. And he's been the reason we're still competitive with all of these guys injured. So I think you're right. Like we have to, you know, be mindful and caring of our players. Because there are players too, even though they're from Russia. (laughs) 
From Russia with love. From Ru- <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's episode title. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, cool. that was great. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. That's some things I didn't haven't read or heard or even thought of or considered. So. Yeah, well, and I think part of that too is it's because it's the NHL. You know what I mean? If yeah. if if this was if they were NFL players or NBA players, these would be on uh, or these topics would be on every sports show. But just I think the <laughs> fact that it's hockey and that it's uncomfortable, I I just I don't see anyone touching it mainstream. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, this is this is Speaking like Brian this... Gumble territory. This is Brian real sports right. territory. <laughs> Brian Gumble and. Uh... Who's that other guy? Bob Costas. Bob Costas. Exactly. <laughs> I'm really showing my age, dude. Yeah, that other guy. Uh... <laughs> the who's it? What's it? The who? <laughs> oh, sorry. I cut you off. What were you saying? Oh, nothing. I was just making fun of myself still. Don't oh, worry. okay. Okay. Well, um, do you want to end light? Should we talk about baseball? Your favorite so- topic of conversation? Uh, sure. Let's go. <gasps> Yarn. Baseball. So, while Chad's <laughs> while Chad's napping, the rest of us can check in on the Rockies and the Twins. I I mean I don't have much to say here. The Rockies still look good. They're seven and three. Um, they split their series with the Cubs. They won against the Phillies yesterday. But I I think they're gonna flame out, man. This is this is old hat for the Rockies. <laughs> but, um, I we we don't have the pitchers to make this. Uh, kind of offense sustainable and to compound that the Dodgers have a run differential of plus 30 like they do have the pitchers to sustain this the Giants are at plus 23 so I think we get a repeat of last season in the NL West Um, the Twins I have no idea what to make the Twins have you watched any Twins baseball no like I'll probably start watching like maybe leading up to all-star game okay kind of see where they're at but okay and yeah, their division's lousy enough, with the exception maybe of the White Sox, that if they figure it out, they could put a nice little run together. But I mean, at least they split with Boston. You know, they didn't go East Coast and get swept. So that's something, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and uh, but Buxton, he got uh, injured. Again, so. <laughs> <clears throat> right? <laughs> Buxton do what Buxton do. That's right. <laughs> gets paid and gets injured he might be back pretty soon though that's on the like so yeah i saw that too i man he's he's so good defensively but just with as fragile as he is i do you make him the dh i don't know i don't know (laughs) i don't know man i was just listening to something about god i remember what it was on but saying how like there's like increase of all these kind of like sports injuries Mm-hmm. And they were saying that they think it's from players are overtraining, like they're just training, they're just doing like it's like you know all year round, three sixty, like they're constantly doing like these these training regimens where previously you probably were taking that off season time actually off, and then you mm-hmm. come back for like you know your spring training mini camps or whatever, the kind of like you start building your body back up again, kind of training <laughs> yeah. as these are meant to do. So, but I don't, it was kind of interesting theory. I don't, something I'm not really looking into, but it's like, I'd, oh, I'd, maybe that is. <clears throat> I'd buy that though, because I've, I've heard about this too in youth sports. You know, there's, 
it seems like there's been a movement to get kids to stop playing multiple sports and have them focus in on only one sport. Right. Yeah. And to do that year round. So, you know, they're, they're, I think you're right. I think they're taking away the off season in many of these cases. Um, I don't know, Chad, I think you're onto something that might not be a good thing. You know, not me. I, I, I stole a take. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I found it interesting. Yeah, I think no, it was I, like I on like right. on the fan, um, like Glenn Mason or something was saying that. OK, but anyway. Well, and I know that's for sure that's true with basketball, because I think their offseason was shortened this year, just coming out of the bubble and how screwed up every sports schedule became. Yeah. So I, I know for basketball, that's a fact. There were a lot um, more players this year who did the, you know, LeBron manage minutes thing which i don't think is a bad thing i mean it sucks if you go to a game like i remember i went to a twins game and you know all jose altuve before we knew that the astros were all cheaters he had um <laughs> a rest day and i you know I, I remember being so bummed out that i didn't get to see him play baseball that day but i think to your point big picture it's you know it's probably a good thing to give these high performance athletes a day or two yeah. of rest it's not crazy right no i mean you think you're playing all those games and on top of a, on top of that, they're playing lots of minutes to begin with. So versus more like your kind of like utility players and players that probably you sub in and out right. more frequently. But right. Yeah. Yeah. Manage the game. Manage the game. That's all I got. Excited Me too. To all the wolves fair tonight and telling you just really quick back to the NHL. I'm, I'm re- really worried about the wild because they can't seem to beat the blues. And that series is pretty much locked. Um, it just depends on who gets home ice. But the wild just can't seem to beat the blues. I think they lost their third and final game to them. Oh, that's right. That Over was that overtime yeah. game, right? Yeah, it was great. They came back. They're down like three goals. Um. So it was a fun game to watch, but man, they just got owned in overtime. I don't even think they even had like a a chance to score. It just the Blues just kind of skated around them, and yeah, yeah, man. I it's again another one of those where, and it's so weird too because last season I would have way more information and opinions because every team we just played the division, so I felt like I knew the Blues really well last year. Yeah, but. I don't think I've seen any of their contests this year against the Avs, and I've watched a ton of Avs hockey. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there in St. Louis, but um, I, I think they kept a ton of the same guys. Just they got a they got a bunch of bruisers, and then you got young guys like Buknevich and Kairou who can, you know, create their own goals and opportunities. Um, yeah, I remember that that was Kairou when they played the Outdoor Classic, and he just went off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I don't know. You're right. I maybe maybe the Blues got it all out of their system though, and they flip it for the playoffs. You know who knows? But yeah, I yeah. I, the good news though for your Wild is that they have a pretty pretty smooth sailing down the stretch, with the exception of the final game against the Avalanche on April 29th. But they got the Canadians tonight. They got the Canucks, the Kraken, the Coyotes. So there's there should be four wins right there. So. I yeah, I was just looking at that. Yeah, but... yeah, I don't have any either. But um, let me look it up quick. And I, I was going to tell you too. I was listening to the. You ever listen to the Bill um, 
Bill Burr Monday morning podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was. Did you hear that last one where um, he was just, I'm going to do my quick predictions of the NHL playoffs. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. He uh, predicted the uh, the wild and the avalanche. I don't see. I don't. I don't know how the NHL playoffs work. I thought he was saying that they would meet in the conference finals and the wild would would upset the avalanche. But that, that's I don't know disrespectful. That I don't yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> you know why he said that though? Because the Abs and the Bruins played some tough hockey this year, and the Abs yeah. they won some pretty gritty games against the Bruins. I guarantee you, that's why that's he what said he, that. He was saying though, he's like he's like out west, a lot of good teams, but you know what? All those teams are going to beat the shit out of each other by the time they get to the finals. <laughs> that's yeah he's not wrong about that our our division (laughs) is chippy as hell that yeah that's the thing that's why i don't want to play the wild in the playoffs because like he said they're gonna just it's gonna be injury city (laughs) like the worst time of the season for it yeah it's i don't know the playoffs should be fun though to watch it's i don't know i feel like i agree i feel like the wild have been like in this playoff mode for like a month i don't know they just after they came, they came out of that slump. They've been on for the most part. So, yeah, cool. All right, you want to close her out? Yeah, let's close her out. Um, man, it's tough to end on the on the Minnesota Wild, but I guess that's what we'll do today. I'm I'm scared to beat my chest about the Avalanche because, God damn it, this is the best team in hockey. I, it's not. I I believe that with my whole heart. So if they lose in the playoffs, boy, is that going to hurt my feelings? Um, thank you, Chad, for joining me today. <laughs> On this episode of the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where the air is thin and the only coasts are lakeshores, we will see you next week.